Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Welcome to the Black Cast. I believe we're at Black Cast 389. Oh, I can almost taste 400. And, um, well, it's salty. Hi, I'm Christian Blatt, and this is the Black Cast. For those of you watching on YouTube, you see that already with me is the one, the only, Jeff DeRay slash DeRay Jeff. They're, actually, they're not the same person. I don't know why I would even pretend that that was true. I mean, they're dual personalities, so. Which one is the Tyler Durden? I feel like it's DeRay Jeff. I think they're kind of both Edward Nor- uh, Norton's, <laughs> unfortunately. They're both like simping for each other. They're just like, it's cool, man. Don't but to worry. be fair, they're both Edward Norton from American History X. Yes. <laughs> Racist. Uh, I don't even know. The beginning can you... of American History X when can... he's racist and a can... jerk. Can we even uh, make jokes about racism anymore? I don't even know. I mean, right there. I, 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 can I joke that you might be racist even that? See, to me, it's fine because I know you're not. But it's like in all the recent stuff that's been going on, I've kind of, and I think a lot of people have done this where it's like I've opened up to the obviously I'm not overtly racist. I'm obviously not overtly biased, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I definitely have like biases or well that i definitely have uh, believe stereotypes or fall into believing stereotypes or whatever so i kind of take a look at how there's been plenty of times where i've been antithetical because i'm like well i don't see that so it's not real and so i'm just like i guess i have been one of those assholes plenty of times i've said some shitty words i can think of some occasions where i've used some language i regret uh, and I mean, I like regretted that. Words like poser. Yes. <laughs> like lame and putting the L to my head. Stuff like that. Uh, no. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I've definitely done enough stupid, shitty things in my life, like we all have, that it's like, I. it feels almost like trying to walk around and be like, well, I'm not racist, is just like... Uh, no one cares. If you're not racist, then just shut the fuck up. Sometimes you look at somebody and you can just tell by the way they look, they have to be racist. Usually it's somebody yeah. who's probably like, I don't know, they have their head shaved or something. You just get a good look at them and uh, they tend to always wear all white. Uh, the only thing missing is, uh, I guess, uh, his hood is at the cleaners. And again, Will, you uh, stumbled into the part of like, is it okay to joke about somebody being racist when it's very clear that that person isn't because there is a chance that somebody will be like, wait, they're a racist? You know, like me just alluding right now that you might be in the clan. That, that could be problematic. And by the way, it's apparently, what time is it? Oh, it's 8.05. It's 9.03. You're... No, but it's 8.05 uh, here. 8.05 somewhere. <laughs> um, you're asking if it's okay to, to jokingly call someone a racist? Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, because I was saying something about, so it, I asked Jeff, you know, which one is the... Your Wi-Fi's cutting out so no one can hear you, to wherever you record the Black Cast, it's always in a garage. It's a different garage now. Your garage or your in-law's garage. It's the in-law's garage. <laughs> but it looks like almost exactly like your garage. Well, just because it's a garage. And by the way, my garage doesn't have cars in it. That's true. You have that <laughs> He's not the kind of jerk that parks a car in his garage. <laughs> I actually have not been able to park a car in my garage for a while, but 
we yeah. stopped parking the cars in the garage because we had rats and uh oh, you're just <laughs> pausing for dramatic effect it's weird because uh i i did everything try to be quiet yeah <laughs> it's let's try to not move that's going to help well now i feel like if i go get the other laptop maybe it'll be a little bit better all right well I guess I have to try the other laptop, which is funny because I use this one all the time. But, Tell uh, Felix to get off the Wi-Fi. I don't want any of this to go to waste. This is all gold. It is gold. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What if I... <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, should we all turn off our cameras? But then it's like, oh, then it's not really that fun. What do you mean? You want to... Well, if we turn off our cameras, back, wanna... I think we won't, we won't have a connection problem. You know, or or should I just turn off my camera? I think it might just be you. Jeff and I seem okay. You think that helps? No, it it doesn't help. <laughs> Discriminating. Yeah, it just doesn't like me. I'm, I'm just waiting for you on. guys to come back. That's the it's the record for shortest broadcast ever. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. No, um, I'm gonna start for real in a little bit. But this was this was entertaining. We'll be back. Listen to Black. I don't want to watch what's on the TV iTunes that put on the BC Podcasts on, no talking to me Listening to Blackcast Keep up on comics and movies Do phone ring, I answer hoodies I can't talk, call back if you please Listening to Blackcast You don't know what you are missing Damn fine show hosted by Christian He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing Listening to Blackcast Click subscribe on this podcast You won't be the first, but don't you be last Listen while you pumping your gas Listening to Blackcast On this episode, it's Jean Grey Talking about the things that she say So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast Met this girl, she smiled at my face Blackcast enchilada my place Had one beer, she brought a whole case Listening to Blackcast Cops knock on the door and listen Black hats on, they think I'm Christian Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin' Listenin' to Black Cast My point is, listen to this show Don't need me to tell you it's dope Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgow Listenin' to Black Cast Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. It's that guy, Christian. You rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. Jeff and I were having a private conversation, and we can't continue this conversation now because you're recording. You know, when Jeff and I were talking before, the connection was fine. It wasn't until... Uh... Well, the guy dressed all in white, the white background, the white window, the white fan. You know, the shaved head. Yeah. But the glasses. Yeah. If you were wearing like camo fatigues right now, like I would not be surprised. You look like you could be an army dude. What's funny? Like you probably are saying you went to Joshua Tree, but you really went back to your training no. at 29 Palms. My, uh, we were not that, wait, what at 29 Palms? Well, there's a, there's there's like a, a military, military base, base there. there. Oh, yeah, we were close Come on. to it. We Look were in- at, I, I know the inside Indio County knowledge, motherfucker. Technically, we were staying in the Yucca Valley. And oh. so, uh, yeah, but we were right by 29 Palms. But I actually, right before this, was doing some self-tapes and thought about putting on an army, like, camo <laughs> because of the character that I was 
doing an audition well, for, but I decided not to do it because uh, I'm lazy and I don't I, care. I believe I told you to do some uh, self tapes of, uh, well, of white supremacists. I, I specifically said for you to select some, uh, some passages from American History X, which is what came up earlier, which is what I was trying to talk about when I asked Jeff, which one is the Tyler Durden, Jeff DeRay or DeRay Jeff? And he said that they're actually both Edward Norton. And I said, wow. oh, but Edward Norton from American History X. And then that's implying that he's, he's not just racist, but he has two personalities and they're both racist. <coughs> and they're in- No, but, no, but, but the venture that personality becomes- I said he's for it from the beginning though. Yeah, okay. I mean- oh, like I, sp- yeah. I pointed out he, the dickhead version. You understood what I was going for, Jeff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know that we live in an age where- Before uh, he gets raped, I'll just say it. No, no, during. <laughs> oh. I don't even know if I can. I, can I even joke about man rape anymore? By the way, the answer to all these questions, no. sure you can. No, no, you can joke about everything still, but you just have to be ready for the fallout. Yeah, I think we should be careful. Well, I don't know. Did you notice the uh, tweet from our friend David Hines as he re-listens to the Blackcast? What episode he got to? Oh, no. Was this today? Uh, this is a few days ago. He got to uh, an episode that, um, let's just say it's the number of characters that you used to be limited to on Twitter but aren't now. So somebody will have to do that little bit of uh, detective work if they really want to find it. It was apparently the introduction of Watto. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. And I like to think of Watto as our Uncle Remus, uh, mostly in the way that he could, uh, well, I was going to say he could get us all canceled, but let's be honest, Jeff, I don't think you or I would be in any trouble uh, from Watto. Oh. I, I think we just, we just talked if, to him and asked him questions. I'm not happy if, we're, about it. if we're talking earnestly about Watto, it, it was, the whole joke of the character came out of us pointing out how fucking racist yeah. Star Wars is. So yeah. it's like we were pointing out the overt yeah. racism and it was just funny and we went with it. Yeah. But it's like, it'd be like if to every Watto, uh, Christian did a uh, voice of the guys from One the, the Trade Federation. The Trade Federation. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, like, I, like Asian oh, like, accent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, I do always point to how racist they are. Well, Jeff, you uh, actually uh, talked yourself right into a topic that I thought we is something that we could talk about, which is there was this uh, video making the rounds on Twitter specifically over the weekend of uh, Howard Stern in blackface from 1993. Oh, no. But he very specifically was doing a sketch for a pay-per-view. So it was like certainly supposed to be very risque and for uh. grown-ups. But he was making fun of Ted Danson for showing up at the Friars Club for a roast of Whoopi Goldberg, who was his girlfriend at the time. And he was indeed dressed in blackface. So they had uh, Sherman Helmsley, a.k.a. George Jefferson, playing Whoopi in the sketch. And Howard is very much in blackface. And he uh, uses the N-word liberally. But the whole point was, can you believe what fucking Ted Danson did? And so it's like, oh, I'm making fun of this guy for being racist. But in and of itself, watch that context. Wait, what is... I'm sorry, what did Ted Danson do? So Ted Danson, while he was dating Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. He attended a Friars Club roast for Whoopi Goldberg. 
in blackface. Ted Danson did that. Ted Danson did this. And uh, Dennis Miller and I have talked about it on the radio show and on the podcast. It is one of those seminal moments of comedy. Him stepping out onto the street from a taxi in blackface, thinking that it was a good decision. Um, By the way, in hindsight, the moment was perceived very differently. Also, career fine, by the way. Yeah, Ted Danson fine. Literally in a show called The Good Place. Yeah. So, he plays a demon. <laughs> well, <laughs> great point. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, and then I think uh, you know everybody. So the, over the weekend, it was like, oh, so uh, advertisers aren't going to uh, advertise on Tucker Carlson's show anymore. But Howard Stern, he's a racist. I'm like, well, I think it's a little different because they're, you know, one's an entertainer, one's supposedly like a using air quotes newsman. But also, <laughs> I think it's like key. The key is that, that Howard didn't apologize for it. He's just like, ah, oh, yeah, it was a long time ago, and uh, I was crazy back then. It was funny at the time. I think when you don't say the words, I'm sorry, it might help, actually. And I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but also, you Yeah, know, you're wrong in-, in No, no. Obviously, I don't mean for us. I don't mean for us. When you're oh, him, if you're at I, that level, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't necessarily have to say you're sorry. We would- Oh, we would. We, we don't would, have any money. Yeah, 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 we're not worth anything. Yeah. But he's also like, oh, my God, please take my job away from me. That would be so amazing. You yeah, know? he's exhausted. You'd pay me out for the end of my contract, which ends this year. Uh, and I wouldn't have to work anymore. I wouldn't have to, you know, work. Also, if, without being paid out of a contract, he doesn't have to work anymore. He, well, I don't know. Times are tight. Yeah. He's <laughs> he and his wife do bring in a money. lot of uh, foster cats. So. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but so less about that specific incident. I just wanted to kind of give the background as to why I was talking about it. Uh, you know, look, we saw. Wait, can I just comment on someone comparing Tucker Carlson to a singular instance of Howard Stern in blackface? That's like being like, hey, that guy angrily used the N word and apologized, and that guy is burning a cross with his clan hood on, and they're both equally racist. It's wow. just like I don't know. look. Like, they're both assholes. They both, uh, or at least they both did some terrible things or whatever. One is clearly currently a piece of shit. I don't. It's just like Tucker Carlson dresses up like an old timey fucking plantation runner. Just like he he's the embodiments of pre civil rights America in the South, and like all the shit he says with that little shit eating grin, like. Did he still wear the bow tie? No, uh, John Stewart shamed him out of the bow tie. Like, is he wearing suspenders, like red suspenders? He might. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, You know, he used to guest host for Dennis on the radio. Always very nice to me. I ran into him in the streets in Washington D.C. once. uh, Talked to him for a few minutes. Nice to me. Isn't that all that really matters? The Tuck Tuck (laughs) the Chiseler, we used to call him, right? Uh, Yeah, because uh, Jake Tapper was tap tap the Chiseler. That's Jake right. Tapper, by the way, occasionally, periodically, slides into my DMs. Whoa. Just, uh, you know, checking in, wondering how Dennis is, because, you know, they don't. They oh, don't so it's it. Tap Tap the Chiseler. What tap was... Tap the Chiseler, not Tuck Tuck the Chiseler. Got it. Yeah. We, didn't call, we, didn't talk, we didn't call Tuck or anything. No, Tucker it was Tuck Tuck. It, 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 tap Tap the Chiseler was Jake Tapper, but then Tuck Tuck the Chiseler is actually what we called him. It, oh, okay. Extended I thought the, he was more like Tuck Tuck the... Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. No, don't, because that sounds... Okay. We can't say anything anymore, you guys. It's dangerous. That's from a movie. I know it's from a movie, but it sounds... What's the issue with that? 
scene from a movie. Because you, it sounds... Do you think that Will's little square on Zoom should actually become like the, the old thing that you'll see where it's like a test pattern and it says technical difficulties, please stand by. Just because it's like, yeah, it's easier. Like that, I don't even know what well, I can say anymore. We all fair enough, but I genuinely don't know what I said that was wrong. So but we want to stay away me. from things that sound mildly transphobic or like we're making that jokes at the expense of people in the trans community for talking or for people in the okay, drag gotcha. community. All these things. I know so, the Buffalo Bill thing, but I'm just saying, like, we have to be hyper aware of these things and important to make a pro, like a, a, a habit out of rewriting the way that we talk because i know that when we come back to the black cast it feels like this is a safe space for us but this we put on blast to the public so it's important i think and i'm not interested in shouldering in or leaning in to things that i probably used to because i don't want to perpetuate that anymore i want to actively try to not you know and i think it as a group, we, I don't know, we can do better, we can be better, we should be aware of the things we say. And when they're casual, that's part of the problem because that's part of the ingrained unconsciousness of what it means to perpetuate that kind of rhetoric. Right? So Will, I'm convinced that you are better, you can be better, you can do better. I don't wanna speak for Jeff, but this is, this is all I got. I, I, I would love to be able to be better, I, I just don't think I have it in me. I uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to hurt anyone. But I uh, you know I I got, uh, people got upset with me for uh, tweeting about uh, about our president's inability to lift a small glass of water. I don't know if you guys saw that video. That's uh, hilarious. I did not see the video. I saw the okay. video of him slowly walking down that ramp. Yeah, waddling is what yeah. that was. Yeah. Um, waddling, is that what you're saying? Waddling, yeah. <laughs> waddling. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about somebody who does a waddle impression. Um, yeah, I, well, I, yeah. Our, our president might might uh, fall into that category. Yeah, so uh, what I said was, so Sunday was the president's birthday. So I said, today is, and you, I always at tweet him on stuff like this, but, you know, with just the hope that he yeah, sees it. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, today is at real Donald Trump's birthday. Everyone raise a glass, a tiny glass of water that you can't manage a single sip from without using two hands. It's all right. That, by the way, that's the more tame joke. My joke for Facebook amongst Great. like all my lefty liberal friends yeah. was uh, today is uh, Donald Trump's birthday. What do you get for the man who's already ruined everything? <laughs> so uh, I didn't even tweet that. But uh, my favorite tweet that I got in response was from uh, Semolina Pilchard. And I love that name. Semolina Pilchard? That's from, uh, it's a lyric from I Am the Walrus. The, oh, okay. The, the Beatles song. So legitimately says, don't mock the afflicted. It's beneath you. One, somebody does not know me. Mocking the afflicted is definitely not beneath me. That's what? right in my sweet spot. Uh, and if there's something wrong, it reflects far worse on you than the joke anyway could ever realize in potential. So I guess if President Trump had had a stroke or was in other ways impaired, it's not funny. And I was just like, look. Don't mock the afflicted. Yeah. He's afflicted with being a fucking idiot racist. Well, let's How just do you talk not about 
he's not afflicted with a fuck with consumption. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, this is not some old ancient thing where it's like, don't mock the president because he, like FDR, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's in a wheelchair. Like, don't mock. Yeah, get it. We shouldn't do that. Trump is a fucking piece of shit racist. And By the like, way, have you ever seen President Trump's, him. have you ever seen President Trump's impression of FDR? Um, I was the way that he did the same impression of a fucking news reporter. It was the same thing for the reporter. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. Uh, mock the afflicted the afflicted okay he's not afflicted with anything besides being a piece of shit yeah. so that's fair game and then uh a couple others because I, I i like you know i i was going to tweet back to these people and then i'm like no no this is better so. i feel I, like you've yeah. be go jeff go jeff i was just gonna say i actually saw a tweet and interestingly enough i saw a tweet thread about making fun of uh president trump's infirmity and it was by somebody who's like a com comedy writer who has like cerebral palsy or something. And they're like, I really abhor like making fun of people with disabilities or like making fun of any kind of physical ailment because of my current condition and sure. blah, blah, blah. But here's why it's important to make fun of Trump for being <laughs> And it was, no, it was, it was basically, it fully laid it out. And it wasn't even a joke. It was like, Trump has exhibited throughout his presidency tactics of a strongman, uh, like a attempt to be an authoritarian dictator. And right. one of those things that you project is like physical fitness. Like I'm a big, strong guy. I'm That's six three. I don't have baby hands. I'm I can drink water. I don't have it's a mushroom like, penis. It's just like, look, it, the, because he projects all these things, and it's important for his image, and because and it's. You have to look no further than his insult for Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden. I am awake and vigorous. He's sleepy and old. He makes fun of and tries to point out physicality and tries to project this, like, obviously untrue. That's why he idolized Kim Jong-il, this obviously untrue physical stature that he doesn't have. And so it's just like, yeah, it is important to be like, fuck you, you old piece of shit who can't drink water. Like, fuck you. <laughs> he... I've always wanted to, my favorite thing about Trump <laughs> is exactly what you're saying, where he's like, I am the strongest, most masculine. Also, have as many hamburgers as you would like. <laughs> I mean, like, everything about him is, like, trying to project hyper-masculinity, but, like, is subverted by what a fucking raw chicken person that he is. That I'm like, why hasn't any politician been like, hey, do you want to, like, lift weights? You know what I mean? Like, do you want to, I don't know, go for a walk? Do you want to jog? Do you want, like, hey. anything that requires you to, like, exert the stereotypical, like, masculine behavior of, like, being buff and being cool and, like, shooting guns? Like, I was like, all I want to do is be like, hey, why don't we lift weights together and, like, see who the real man is? <laughs> like, no one's challenging him. I have to disagree with you. There's nothing more masculine than walking around in a giant diaper playing golf, okay? <laughs> well, I, and to, to Will's point, it's like, how about just, like, a sit-up? Just one, you know? I mean, like, start small. Do, yeah, a sit-up. Work sit -up. your way up to 10. A push-up. There's yeah. no way he can do a pull-up. All that body weight in negative that's hard. Am, I can do I, a bunch. Am I allowed to? I should to... be the president by his standards. I'm way more masculine because I can do way more cool buff dude shit than am he I, can. Am I allowed to refer to uh, girl push-ups or are we supposed to call those something different now? Don't, yeah, you can't call well, them. So what are, whatever those are, 
Uh, that's like, uh, I'm just saying, try one of those. I do them constantly because they're part of my routine and I'm supposed to do a bunch of pushups yeah. and eventually it gets exhausting. So you got to put your knees down. You just call them knee pushups. Look, I think that, I think it's uh, fine calling them girl pushups because girls prefer them and it's easier. Like it's more it recommended not, for girls to do them. No, it is not. So what's wrong with them being? I what, what's wrong with them being girl pushups? Look, I, again, I'm not, saying why is that denigrating? Listen, in any way, all Jeff is trying to me, say I'm, is that they're I the kind of put, listen, listen. Well, all Jeff's trying to say is that they're the kind of pushups that you do when you go to the gym just so you can find a husband. That's all he's trying to say. You can't even get through the joke. I know, because it's funny to me. No, we can't. We should not call them girl push-ups. It All is right. girls can do regular push-ups. That's the whole point. Of course they can. I mean, so and they why can are also, those so specifically are, girl push-ups? Because we they're don't easier those, for women who have a naturally less strong upper body, and it's okay. easier for them to do that and but get they, something out of it. So they can work up to a stronger upper body. However, we don't call normal push-ups man push-ups. Well, no, maybe we just we call should. them push-ups. Hey, look, sometimes right. we have to... You can call a man push-up a cock push-up. Sometimes, sometimes we have to make... Sometimes we have to differentiate. Like, what's the W and WA... What does the W and WNBA stand for? You know? I mean, sometimes it's just like, oh, by the way, this is the different one. Well, look, yes and no, but that's also inherently part of the problem. You guys, you have to understand that for the next long while, I'm going to be the biggest flat cast buzzkill. Flat kill, I love it. as we should call that's, it. Because I... Fine. I'm if, hyper if aware I, of, of re reprogramming and rewriting the wording and that's great. Look, that that yeah. we need that. I mean, we can't even call you a resident feminist anymore because that is insulting to actual feminists. Well, that's probably true. You know? But uh, you know, somebody has to try and keep us on the straight and narrow. Uh, or you know, depending on which season it is, it may be the less than straight and narrow. That's all I'm saying. But if it's the it. summer. I guess here, my question is, is, is like, it seems like some of this stuff, I genuinely don't see how it's insulting. Well, okay, let me just ask you. So, you are trying to do regular push-ups, right? Just a normal push-up. We define a push-up as exactly what you think it looks like. Sure. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a guy yeah. trying to put his dick into the hole at the gym. Like, you know, the little hole in the mat. Like, that's what a push-up is to me. Put a stick in the hole in the mat? What like, there's a mat. Like, there's a seam. So I'm trying to fuck the mat that I'm doing push-ups on. That's what you do at the gym? Yeah. That's why the lunk alarm always goes off. I've only ever seen you on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> actually, when we run into each other, you're either on the treadmill or you're leaving. Usually in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually just go to the gym parking lot to eat donuts. Here's the thing. Yeah, pizza Tuesday and, and bagel Monday or whatever. Oh, the I do fuck love they that do they do that. Anyway, yeah. we're, yeah. Here's the thing. Yes. There is no difference. There is no specificity for a male push-up versus a female push-up. There's only a push-up or what we call a girl push-up, which is a push-up on your knees. I'm saying many, many times in my life when I've been exhausting in terms of doing push-ups, you hit the knees to take a break and to do the reps from that position because it's less body weight, so it becomes easier. So I don't think that that you should think that doing a girl pushup is emasculine. If you just be like, no, no, no. And I did this amount of. It's like doing a yeah, sissy uh, uh, squat. Uh, uh. No, do you think that you should eliminate the word sissy squat? 
I mean, probably. Yeah. I, I yeah. think that I, I, I'm not saying that from, from. But it's not in any way insinuating that you're a sissy. It's just the, the name of the Let squad. me ask a question. Right. Is, is, but there's is all sissy, kinds of different names for exercise. But is, is sissy like a euphemism for gay? You know what I mean? Like, is that what sissy really means? Like, I don't mm. actually. That's the implication. I thought it just yeah. meant wuss. Yeah. Both. Well, see, and that's the problem. It's like with, with all of this terminology. And yeah, look, so, Will, when I brought up girl push-ups, I knew we shouldn't call them girl push-ups. But that's I also the thing. didn't know what we could call them because all I wanted to say is that I felt like knee our president could not do whatever, the knee push-ups. I, I don't even know that he has knees. I just think it's like a gelatinous mass below his waist. He doesn't have, yeah, he's just, yeah. And so I thing, look at it. Go ahead, Jeff. I'd rather a girl who can't do a regular push-up because she just doesn't have as much strength feel validated by being able to do this push-up and be like, yeah, it's a girl push-up. This is what we do. Like way to go Look, us. Like here, here's I'd rather thing. them feel that way than be like, yeah, do a knee half push-up for here's here's the thing about about uh, girl girl push-ups versus boy push-ups. All right. Jeff, where you are right now, I know Natasha's there. Will, I, I assume your roommate Katie's there. If we were to actually have uh, some kind of push-up competition where Natasha, Katie, and myself were all doing push-ups, I guarantee the two of them would do way more than I could. And I would start doing what we call girl push-ups. And they would be like, what? I'm just doing like regular push-ups. I don't even know what that is. I so, just, you can't associate gender with a yeah, performance. I'm you just saying I mean? I'm, more so, of a, I'm more of a girl push-up kind of guy. So whatever you want to call them, it, look, if you want to call them black push-ups, that's fine. I am so is it insulting to call it a ladies' tea and have a ladies' tea? Uh, yeah, because why can't or shouldn't the ladies hit from teas for the back? Well, because they're playing they a different. There's sport, nothing though. that obligates them to not hit from the but further back tea. There's just but, a tea for ladies, right? But it also isn't called the men's tea. Because okay, I think I I hear what you're saying, but the, again, it's like. Yet all of our, just because, so, so all of our language fundamentally having been unfortunately rooted in masculine roots. Correct. Thereby makes it so that we shouldn't refer to things for what they are because it's somehow insulting. Well, ladies tea isn't a real thing. That's just something that we've it is labeled a real thing. as. It's, no, it's what not. the women use for women's golf. All right, let me just ask Jeff. But what I'm you, saying is, why couldn't the ladies golf from the? If, the if you could, if they if, wanted to. If you went so to a pro the, shop. So what it, is the point of having a lady? Why do team? women use a smaller basketball in the WNBA? I was going to ask it's actually not, if they do. They do. <sighs> so if you went to the pro shop and you needed to buy tees for the lg wait the lpga LGPA. no lpg yeah i knew it i wasn't even trying to make a joke i just had it wrong <laughs> whatever uh would it be like a bag that said ladies tees or would it just be or how how would it be classified I, the ladies tee is just a spot it's not okay. like a different type All right, of no tea. i just didn't know um it's just further so up. the the bigger point that i was trying to make is i think if a a president can't drink a glass of water it's funny to me uh, Joe Biden's dentures almost falling out during a debate. Also incredibly funny. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, there's, there's always a level of like, Oh, should we be laughing? But I mean, those are two things I'm like, well, that's funny. And you know, Trump waddling down a ramp and saying like, yeah, it was very slippery. It was like, it was dry that day. It's not like it was raining. <laughs> it really wasn't. It, it was like a slight incline. It wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't like a, like a ramp ramp. He was going but, so slow that I was like, yeah, what? it's not, and then he was like, but if you saw, I ran down the, the last 20 feet. I was like, yeah. 
Well, I watched you like then expedite your waddle. For, Look, like, this wasn't on camera. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like in the Breakfast Club when he talks about his girlfriend in Canada. It's like, look, you just didn't see it, all right? But believe me, it, believe me, it happened. Oh, everyone knows about the Canadian girlfriend. Yeah. Right after that, he did a round off. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Uh, Raymond O'Flaherty uh, responded to my tweet, and he's uh, on Kauai, and so he lives in Hawaii. It was just like, what are you worried about this for? Uh, I, I like this because he fit a lot in here. Virtual signal against Trump to satisfy the mob. Well done. Don't let Dennis or a superhero see your brave tweet, though. And then he put a clown face. I was like, what? I know what virtue sig signaling is. And I get the idea of like, oh, but you don't want well, Dennis to see your jokes. But by the way, Dennis follows me on Twitter. I bullied him into it on the podcast. He follows nine yeah. people. He follows nine people. I'm one of them. He finally like, followed it. It's like me and Bo Derek and, and Justin I, I Bieber. Um, I wish. So wait a minute. What? What? Here's the thing about uh, hyper far right conservative dialogue or dialect that they invented words to be offended by. You know what I mean? Like, I to, I have not met liberal people who like in their actual dialogue say I, this makes me feel triggered. I've not. I have not heard that. Virtue. I think signaling, that's something that I don't know what that even. Nobody says this, and I have these conversations with all kinds of liberal, liberal, wow, liberal, kooky people, all kinds of all kinds of communities. No one says the things that people accuse us of feeling. Right. So I'm like, I think these were invented by people who feel insecure, who don't know how to express that they're insecure. Well, who who would? Uh, and so they just project onto the people that make them feel uncomfortable as opposed to learning how to actually talk about the feelings and the problems. What does virtue signaling even mean? Uh, I mean, I don't know the, the, the literal definition, definition, but it's more of like you're standing up for a cause that you know the majority of people support. So you're like, look how brave I am. I'm taking a stand against President Trump. So I get how, that. I understand that part of it. How dare you support but, black people by saying wow, black lives I mean, matter. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Liz Wizzy on Twitter, that, that was her, that's her, uh, I'm out, Christian, followed you for a while, but rudeness is not your becoming. And I'm like, so it's just like, why would you follow me? Like, if you know me from Dennis's podcast, I, I'm very rude to him. And can you imagine being insulted by someone insulting the guy who's gotten where he's gotten by insulting people? Correct. It's fucking mind-boggling. Look, he he even admitted the the president that is he, you know, when when said that he's called women fat, he very quickly corrected only Rosie O'Donnell. You know, That's so. Right. Uh, and by the way, our, our friend Dominica Saxon wrote back, uh, Jesus, people can't even see a flip comment for what it is these days. So touchy. And that was the point. I was going to write back to these people. And then I just decided, I'm like, yeah, it's content for the black cast. But I was just going to be like, I feel like all of these people would accuse liberals of be you know being snowflakes and needing safe spaces and i'm like well that's these motherfuckers are the fucking and i thought about this too. i think about this every day safe spaces oh i was gonna say i need another drink here 
safe spaces, all these things, everything that everybody who's been all the way to the right have accused liberal people of wanting or needing. Sure. Young people, maybe on college campuses, never the norm, but the news and the media, of course. And now all these people are good, but the fake news, you know what I mean? Like they're all ready to jump over all this shit. I have never seen a more fucking triggered, sad, shitty, frustrated, baby, immature group of people than people who are to the, the far to the right. As soon as you're like, hey, I think that maybe immigrants are also just people and we should like find like, how dare you? Triggered snowflakes try to tell me what, and I'm like, if we're wanting to talk about triggered snowflakes, it sounds like you, Bob. And it's like, Hey, I just want to let you guys know, like, you know, we know you think all lives matter, but right now we're saying black lives matter and all lives can't matter until black lives matter. And like, don't, oh, you triggered snowflakes with your black lives. And I'm like, actually, you sound kind of triggered, Bob. So maybe, like, never have I heard people more incensed and upset and like their feelings are so sensitive, like so baby besides conservatives well i don't i look there it, it is it, I, I don't i actually don't think i actually don't think i actually don't think it's conservatives i think it's the uh the pro-trump camp you know you're well that's uh, what conservatives are now and if you're you're well, either with trump or you're against trump you don't have to vote for joe biden but you got to pick a fucking you got to make a fucking stance because like the world is shifting really fast and if you want to be on the right side of history like you're either with him or you're against him and you don't have to be with us, but you got to start to fucking get your shit together and make a make a stand. Okay. I think there's nothing more telling about the age of identity politics we live in than Ted Cruz's like unflinching support of the man who called his wife an <laughs> ugly pig and his father an assassin. You're, yeah, <laughs> like literally. Yeah, I, I, Lindsey the, Graham flip flopping. His best friend being a fucking POW for seven years who was mocked openly by the president, who was like, no one will know greater sacrifice than John McCain. Truly a hero, truly an American hero. Got an entire group of people to support a fucking raw chicken man, mocking him and are like, yeah. And then Lindsey Graham be like, you know what? Fuck my best friend, Donald Trump. I'll suck your dick for free. And according to lore might not be something that he would be opposed to doing but you know <laughs> that's a topic for another but day. you know but here's the thing it's like that wouldn't be a problem you know not it's not, not a, a problem but he <laughs> has male prostitutes signing ndas to mask all this shit that he's doing while he simultaneously works to pass anti-gay legislation it's like bro if you're gay there's a whole community here to receive you like you will have friends if yeah. you say like i fucked up I want to embrace who I am. Like you actually will do way better. But instead he's like, no, I, it's just the worst. It's the worst. That's the thing is that it's actually way easier if you just embrace who you are instead of being a fucking piece of shit. So Will, you won't like this joke. So this is just for Jeff. Okay. You can't say it and expect no, me not I, to say anything. This is just for you. So Jeff, you and That's I. That's how that works. Jeff, you and I are talking right now. You know, I used to always get gay prostitutes to sign an NDA. It meant no dick in my ass. That's what NDA stood for. See, that's not, that's not a will joke. That's, that, that's, not, that's not for that, him. 
When was that? Was that when was that a popular joke? That's just. <laughs> Can I make right another joke just to you, Chris? Yeah, 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 just to me. It's fine. It's not gay if he sucks your dick. You guys. <laughs> no, look, I knew that. Part of what I'm talking about. No, I know you're trying to help he, us. Here's why I disagree. Because I I point give to. Give a fuck about our listeners. No, I hey, point to. Hey, hey, hey! All right, I just because you ended. Me. No, look, just because you ended your podcast doesn't mean I don't still want to do mine. Okay. You so get. To do I your care podcast. very much about my listeners. Well, I'm trying to pretend also, like I got to protect. All, like fucking sensitive conservative I, people's feelings. I care. I care about all six of our listeners. Okay. Good. I care yes. about them very much. Now, Jeff, I, to your point. My point is not necessarily to justify saying a bunch of things or making these jokes out in public in a way where I'm trying to hurt people's feelings. But I right. think it's important to be able to make jokes to have the conversation the same way. Dave Chappelle was trying to open up conversations back in the early 2000s by making jokes about the overt racism that he had experienced. And it's like, in some ways, the humor is a way for people to process their feelings and process Absolutely. these things. But so, it has to come so with our understanding of what it means and the implications of it and how deep-seated that it is. We can't make the jokes and then like just go past them we sort of have to deconstruct them. And that's what Dave Chappelle's a master of doing, is deconstructing his methodology and the humor that comes along with it. If we just make the joke and say, we get to make the joke because that's part of it, because it's humor, that's not the same thing. Like his- Of course, I'm not comparing us to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm just making the point well, <laughs> that it's okay to make a joke that shouldn't hurt anyone's feelings. Correct, but it's also important to understand where the humor comes from. But is it humor, humor, or is it the denigrating of a certain people because those people have made us uncomfortable and the jokes come from our inability to process what makes us uncomfortable? So, should we delete all the deaf comedy jams no. from the 90s where they made fun of white people? White everything, people! Everything has context and everything has history and everything. Me, myself, on this very podcast, we just joked about this. It's all part of this whole thing. But it's about learning and growing and changing and becoming better. And when we make jokes and we have these kind of conversations, we also have to have, in partnership with that, what these things mean. I think that if we had these conversations in private, that has a whole other thing, right? We could all get together and talk about these things and make these jokes in private. But we take this, what we're doing right now, and we offer it up and we make jokes that maybe six people listen to it. But who knows? You know what I mean? Like, we are putting this out in a public space. And that is our responsibility. And we are, we are responsible for the things that we say and the things that we perpetuate and the rhetoric that we create and continue to foster. And I'm just saying, if the three of us were having beers, no recordings on, of course. And everyone knows that. Everyone in every single community regardless of who you are where you're from everyone knows that in private that shit is very different than what you're doing in public but what we're doing right now is public and i'm saying we should be conscious about what we do in public uh well i can joke that's about it. how i only have six listeners you don't get to do that all right that's that's my thing all right i it's like it, it, i have seven i know we've always thought it, about this. it's like somebody can in, in, in insult their own parent but that doesn't mean that you get to insult them so uh first of all how dare you 
Uh, second of all, uh, you brought up Dave Chappelle. Have uh, you guys seen his most recent special, which was yeah. posted on Netflix's uh, YouTube channel? Yeah. I think yes. it wasn't even actually on uh, Netflix. No, it was only on YouTube. You didn't have to pay for it. I watched it on their Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw like the night that they posted it, like a week later, a week after, not even a week after he recorded it. And it was interesting. It was an interesting choice because you got the feeling that at some point he did actually like tell like jokes and do material, but it, it really like it was cut to like, I don't know, 27 minutes. 27. And it was really focused. And I thought it, I thought it was great. I mean, it just, uh, you know, just to hear him talk like that and talk to people and just, speak his mind i'm like yeah th this is i i don't know i mean it's somebody who can speak very plainly and honestly and from experience and isn't worried about the repercussions of anything that he might say you know i mean it, it, so uh i i found his recent specials you know very funny and also poignant but i thought that this was like you know i mean there's a couple of amusing moments um i think uh he called the uh, Laura Ingram a cunt and said that uh, Candace Owens pussy smelled. Uh, so uh, uh, stanky pussy. I stanky pussy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, those were both very funny moments. Accurate. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Candace Owens, by the way, responded the only way she could. She's like, "Well, I'm not a, I'm not a liberal, so I can understand uh, that the, I have a sense of humor. People can make fun of me." I'm like, "All right, you probably hated it." <laughs> That's the most not uh way to roll with a joke ever like if she actually wanted to say i have a sense of humor she would say yes i do have a stanky pussy you're right dave yeah don't you don't don't you want to come back over for more you know what i mean like if yeah. you're gonna pretend to have a sense of humor with somebody like dave Chappelle, you better fucking roll all the way through it because otherwise yeah. you just look like an out of touch yeah yeah and look it's uh it's it's not it's not an area where I, I feel like I have a lot to say in terms of insight, you know, I, I, I you know, I can't relate to anything from there. I think the only real posts that I've had about it are like a link to that special. And then there was a story that another comedian shared about Chappelle doing a set and like, you know, just sort of this woman made a comment and then he like spent like an hour just speaking about race. And then the woman talked to him afterwards uh, uh, you know, just saying like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, she like learned from the experience. And he's like, that's all I asked. And he's like, you want to get a picture? And like, he wasn't pissed at her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, yeah, it's just, it's just the idea that we can learn from these things. And I, yeah, I watched it and I realized like Dave Chappelle is a, is interesting because a lot of white America loves him. And Agreed. Yeah. they, love the fact that he is usually a no holds barred kind of comedian but that kind of humor is coming from a black man i still wish that he would kind of address and walk back a little bit like his comments about the trans community but that's wishful thinking but most important he is somebody who most white people love and adore let me just interrupt because you know somebody who loves dave chappelle Donald Trump Jr. I've heard him specifically talk about how funny he thinks Dave Chappelle is. Wow, like that's... within the last like six months, I, I heard an interview where he talked about that. Because he, that's the thing is like, there's this appeal that like, well, if you have a fuck you attitude, like I don't care. Like a lot of people like Donald Trump Jr. and like those kind of white people in America also feel that when they see this person that they love and respect 
suffer through this thing. I hope, when I watched that, I was like, I hope that he reaches a lot of people. Because this shit is fucking, I hope, finally real for some of them. The way it feels finally real for me. Like, I don't know how we can have another black cast for the foreseeable future and address any of these things with not absolute gravity attached yeah. to them. No, I agree. And it's why I'm very switched on in our wording about things because we have to take this shit seriously. If we, if we are going to adjust our wording about the way that we talk about the black community and people of color, that, that also applies to the way that we address everything else. It doesn't, it's not pick and choose. It's not a buffet. You know what I mean? Like this is all or nothing. And we have to either be dedicated to being better or we have to to be dedicated to just being part of perpetuating the problem. And unless we say before we record, we're just talking about nerd shit. If we start talking about public things and like an actual issues, like I feel like I'm on a high horse and people are going to get annoyed with me listening to this show because they're going to be like, Shut up and dribble is the feeling, right? Like that's, I was thinking about that today. Laura Ingram saying that about LeBron James. Right, and which, which Chappelle mentions Chappelle in that mentioned, special, yeah. Mentioned, and I, I don't want to do that anymore. I coddle people. I've always tried to play middle of the road because I don't want to excommunicate people from being, from feeling like people can't change because I think they all can change. But like, I, no more uh, trying to pretend like a, give a fuck about privileged people's feelings, not understanding what people are suffering through right in front of their fucking faces. Be it black people, largely POC as an umbrella thing, women as another extension of that, but then white women and black women or women of color, all different camps. This shit is impossible and difficult and frustrating. And we're either committed to making it better or we're not. And I don't, I have a hard time right now because I'm angry and upset and I'm worked up about just being able to be, well, let's go back to having fun and being silly. Unless we say like, Hey, on this episode, like we're not talking about these things. I'm like, great. Then you get silly me. But like, I've said plenty of hurtful shit. I know that it's on the show. Well, not all of, not all of it. I, 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 I've cut it out a couple of (laughs) times. It's only ever about you. At your, no, no, no. I've cut out things at your request. I've cut things out that you've said. Correct. And everybody has been in that. Because place. you said it in, in, the, in the fun of the moment and then realized like, oh, you know what? That's not, that, that's fun if we're, like you said, if we're, we're not recording and we're having beers. But it, also to be fair, we're never in the same room without me putting a microphone on in front of us. Because that's I'm, like, true. I'm like, oh, this is us hanging out. But really this is content. But I'm, but I've been in I, the Watto thing, all kinds of stuff. I've, I've stereotyped people of all kinds of things, made voices and jokes and comments, and, and we've all been complicit in a certain person's kind of jokes about another kind of person who are both part of blackhead history. You know what I mean? Like that, there are so many layers to this that makes it infinitely complicated. And it is not about saying we can erase these things. It's just about acknowledging that we have been part of this and we have to work harder to be better. Not Melania be best, because that doesn't mean anything. By the way, if I could be best, uh, I I certainly would. Uh, But, uh, and by the way, we were talking a lot about President Trump's birthday a moment ago. And um, Melania did not wish him a happy birthday. And that, uh, here's, here's the beauty of the internet. 
the internet slash social media will always keep tabs on everything. The inter- the the internet slash social they they're gonna you know basically the the interwebs, if you will, uh, will let you know if the president's wife doesn't wish him happy birthday. If the president can't drink a glass of water, somebody's going to be there. If he waddles down a ramp, not particularly steep ramp, they're going to be there. They're going to let you know. And they're going to be like, hey, hey, did you, did you see this? You know, and uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's amazing because I was talking to my in-laws about president trump in the glass of water they knew about the the ramp but they didn't know about the glass of water i'm like well let me find that for you it was like within 10 seconds i was showing them like how you know he lists the <laughs> oh that's good and I, I don't know i mean like yeah if he if, if it means he had a stroke and it's like so that can't be funny i i i mean to me it is and Here i don't know i mean i i i i don't know i mean I think especially when it comes to the way that he speaks about everyone. Yeah. It should be fine that your response is Donald Trump is a fucking asshole and fuck him. If you said yeah. that to everybody, like that is an f- absolute fair response because it is the goddamn truth. Well, yeah, but I, I think there's more of him. A little bit more nuanced when it's like, ha that thing was actually really funny. You know? uh, don't nuance it. He's a- no, I mean, like, I don't know. It's uh, to me that's more interesting. Is that uh, he can't drink a glass of water? But um, Jeff, what did you think of uh, the Chappelle special? We sort of I brought it up and then we didn't really um, talk about it. It was really good. Uh, I was talking about before. It made me very emotional. Uh, anytime they talk about the George Floyd or the eight minutes 46 seconds like anytime he would mention the amount of time and everything else i would get very upset and emotional because the whole thing just makes me feel awful for obvious reasons because it (laughs) it's a human being and like terrible things happen to him because of because people don't people would rather go back to feeling comfortable to will's point than do the hard shit it's just like it to me i think the thing that upsets me the most with george floyd is just the and not that to digress on this but just is the fact that philando castile happened there so not long ago and that was also so fucking blatantly a murder and it's just like how did how did this happen again like in the same fucking place like how does this keep happening like and then, I mean, obviously, then you have multiple cases of what could be constituted as murder by the police of black people in the same fucking short, not even halfway done year. It's just, it's infuriating. And especially, I think the reason that the video with George Floyd is is a, is so heartbreaking is because you can see it. It's like you're watching one of those like fucking murder videos back when the Iraq war was first happening. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking like, like faces of death and stuff, but yeah, like the beheading videos, but here's the thing about, about that too, is like, as time has gone on and you've seen more videos from more perspectives, you have other people that are saying to the other police officers, Hey, I think he's killing him. You think, think maybe you should do something. So it's not even trying to like stop the guy who's in the middle of it, but it's like, you know, the other cops standing around and, uh, I, look, I, I would, 
I, I can't imagine being in that position where you're one of the other cops where you're like, well, this is, this is my guy. I'm going to stand up for him. But I, I think if you knew that he was like, I think he might kill this guy. That's the point. I don't know. After two minutes, maybe is that when you go like, all right, I, I think you, I think you roughed him up. Like, let's no, go ahead and put the, let's put the cuffs on him and put him in the car and whatever. It was, a, it was okay for all those cops. They didn't well, do a single. Yeah, that's what thing. I mean. It's like yeah. it, it's like when it, it like it shouldn't get to to the eight minutes and forty seconds. It's just after a couple of minutes, you're like, okay, this has clearly been wrong. It whatever you were trying get to get to a couple of minutes. Yeah. I, look, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even you. getting to that. Yeah, look, you can say it shouldn't even get to that point, but if it got to two minutes, he wouldn't have died. So two minutes, you're like, okay, yeah, this was too long. I feel bad. I should have stopped this already, but I'm going to stop it now. That's what I'm getting at. That's why I'm saying. I, is, but here's what I would say, and yes. I think it's to both of your points. I think to your point, Christian, if 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 it was even an acceptable scenario where restraining him through some kind of hold like that, I don't think a chokehold's ever super necessary. But let's just say we're yeah. going to go all the way to that point. Yeah, no. Look, we can say there minutes, are there. Look, we can say there are scenarios where you're going to need to do a chokehold. Sure. I don't know what it then is. Then a couple minutes, yeah. you're you're putting this person's life in danger. But to Will's point, this was a scenario where from every account, from every video, from every angle, there was never even a need to restrain him. There was never, I mean, more than maybe putting him in cuffs and in the car, there was no need for any of this. He didn't even seem like he was resisting. And so it was like, why, why leave him on the ground? Why would you just immediately put him in the car and take him to jail? Like this is nothing that was happening by the point that someone was even getting on top of him when anyone was getting on top of him was necessary. So it's just like, how did it get to that point? How did it get to that point? And then how did it escalate? How are you hearing this man's gurgling and death rattles and people are standing right there yeah. who are sworn to protect humanity around them and just go, oh, oh well, it's just like, it's, it breaks your heart and that's why it literally makes me want to cry even just talking about it sure. now it just makes me so upset and that's the thing is that sorry my laptop was dying so i had to go plug it in oh the i thought you were just giving us a virtual tour i appreciated it it was the it was the will sterling first person shooter game i, I the, enjoyed that. in the darkness yeah the thing is is that and this is an observation of mine i mean say what you will a lot of people would refute it i think it's actually pretty accurate white people and people get too triggered when we say white people but it's true white people are now taking to the streets en masse to be and are acting as allies for black people and people of color we ke i keep saying that but we're talking specifically about black people because yeah. we're saying black lives matter so black people is going to be the, is going to be the focus of this um we're seeing an allyship that we haven't seen before, and even me personally feeling something I haven't felt before. And this is what, what really sobers me up and makes me feel, similar to how Jeff is saying, very, very upset, very sad. It's why we got to talk about what we want to talk about on the Blackcast, because we're not going to make our listeners happy, because I can't have these conversations and not be deathly serious about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to die. I don't want to, I don't want this to dissolve into jokes, because that's not, there's no room for that. The thing is, we have so many white people taking to the streets with everybody, saying, this George Floyd video changed everything. I saw this. 
I said, it changed everything. Everyone's talking about how it changed everything. We've seen this video 10,000 times. You know what I mean? Like we've seen this with so many different black people in the country killed by police officers in the same exact vein. It only became this video. We've locked black people away physically and otherwise for over 400 years. You lock white people in their apartments for three months because there's a virus in the world and all of a sudden they're incensed. This is tyranny. How dare you? You know what I mean? Like you put white people in their apartments in their houses for three months and they take them to the streets. I saw that video of George Floyd that oh, it broke. Ah. No. We only have something so much at stake as white people because we've never felt oppression. And now we feel oppression because of a virus, not because of culture or society, because the government says we have to stay somewhere because if you go out somewhere, you might get sick, not because people hate you because you're white. We'll never understand what that feels like. And now we're pretending to understand what we feel, what it feels like to be locked away. And we're using, and not black people, white people are using the video of George Floyd to say, well, I didn't feel this way until I saw such a harrowing video. You've seen this shit forever. And that's the difference. Well, I mean, it just, you know, in recent years, you've seen, you know, just the fact that there have been a couple of them, like, you not know. a couple. No, no, Too no. Too many. No. The, the, the ones that, like, if you say Eric Garner, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You have a few that they remember the, the names of. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but. Uh, Alton Sterling, Philando but, Castillo, yeah. Eric. I mean, the list. But uh, so Spike Lee did a short, like, three minute video. I don't know if either of you saw it. It's called Three Brothers. Uh, it takes, you know, terrible footage, but of uh, Eric Garner, George Floyd, and then from Do the Right Thing when they kill Radio Rahim. And they, it's sort of cut together and it's sort of just making a point. And it's, it, I, maybe it's even two minutes. I don't even, it's really short. And it's, uh, it's very, it, it's just very effective. And like, so you've seen this, like you saw it for pretend in a movie in 1989. That's really mm. right. And then you saw it just a few years ago in this video. And I see the video again. So it's sort of, I, I'm bringing it up because it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, we've seen it before. I don't know what the difference is now. Is it that we were all home and we all saw it this time? And I, I, you know, maybe that's what it is. As white people, we yes. We weren't able to, to be distracted by something else. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and look, I think that, you know, look, I, I think we have a, a slight difference of opinion, but we're all in the same place. Uh, you know, making the, so the joke I made about NDA before, it's like, to me, I don't see that as particularly hurtful to a group of people group of people might take it that way but this sort of they might shouldn't it suggest that we well i don't know uh so that and and that's that i think those are always conversations that uh are worth having i don't know how where where the room is to joke about this part of it you know about about this completely separate issue you know and I think that, uh, you know, to the, the severity of that, it's like, you know, the, the, the stories that you hear of, you know, gay people being, you know, essentially like you know, dragged behind trucks and just killed, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's like, well, that, that's not funny. It's just like, I guess, I, I guess it's, uh, it's an older mentality that, uh, joking around about uh you know because we're talking about uh 
I almost said Lindsay Floyd, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, you know, the idea that, like, if he came out of the closet tomorrow, everybody would be like, yeah, we know. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, like bro, there's space for you. Like, yeah. be you. And by the way, there's, there's space amongst, not all, but many conservatives would be like, oh, yeah, we kind of figured. So whatever, you know. Uh, but I, I think when you're of a certain age, you're just like, well, you know, you can't. Because, look, it's not that long ago where if you were a politician, you wouldn't, you know, and, that, and there was even the possibility that that could come out about you. You're like, yeah, whatever it takes to make that go away, you know. And, yeah. and, and that's maybe why somebody who's such a staunch, was such a staunch critic of President Trump during the primaries in 2016 all of a sudden is like, yeah, this guy can't do anything wrong. I mean, there's a, there's a great, uh, you know, they, they did this with, um, I forget who they did it with now, but uh, they, they, they'll do this with uh, uh, political ads. So there's an ad that, uh, there's a Biden ad, I think, where it's Lindsey Graham in his own words, not edited, it's not a deep fake, where he's talking about how much, you know, all these problems he has with President Trump. Right. And he's talking about what he likes about Joe Biden. Now, they're just not from this year. They're things that he actually said. You know, sure. so uh, I don't know. I think it's 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 very funny that uh, you you can sort of take that. It's like, yeah, look, it wasn't that long ago. So the reason, anyway, the reason I bring it up is like, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why. Yeah, like after the now president, then candidate accused Ted Cruz's father of being a murderer, which Jeff mentioned. Like, I don't think you should ever feel like you need to say anything good about it. Right. And by the way, did you guys see, I tweeted a little bit about this. Did you see, this is a little bit of a lighter thing that um, Ted Cruz is trying to facilitate a wrestling match between Ron Perlman, AKA Hellboy and uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, who we used to have on the, the Dennis Miller radio show. He, he, was, uh, he was a wrestler in college. So he wants him to, they want, he, he wants him to wrestle. And he's like, he's like does, pimping out Ron Jim Jordan. Ron Perlman want to do this? Well, it, it it was a back and forth that kind of led to that. And Ron Perlman's just like, yeah, we're, I'm talking to you, Ted Cruz. Like, yeah. do, do you want to wrestle? He's like, oh, are you afraid of Jim Jordan? I'm like, no, just nobody cares about him. Like, you're way more famous than he is. And uh, Remember when Ted Cruz oh, filibustered long enough to just read Green Eggs and Ham to his yeah. children at home? Imagine if a Democrat Exactly. Well, I'm sure person. that they've. I, I'm sure that they've filibustered in all sorts of ways. Democrats. Oh, I'm sure that they have to. Yeah. But but you have this feeling of like when Ted Cruz does something that seems silly or weak or whatever, there's a justification for it because he's from Texas and blah strong blah blah. If Somebody, you know, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is, is this young woman from New York who's suggesting a lot of progressive things, which... Socialist. If you don't... <laughs> democratic socialist. Oh, if you don't... Democratic socialist. You're right. You're right. No, look, if you're going to sneeze, Jeff, you got to sneeze properly. I agree. If you Bless don't... If, if we don't at least have conversations where everybody can come to the table, remember there's a moment where it's like, I think Ted Cruz and she were on the same page at one time. Yeah, they're there like, was no, I agree. There was something I forget what it was, but there was something they were like, oh wait, we agree on something. It was amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the kind of shit where it's like, 
we're so hard on each other for all like the stupid little things that we do, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm out of things to show. Yeah. No, Ron Perlman's thing, it started with, uh, he called uh, this congressman, uh, Matt Getz. So yeah. Yeah. He called, he called him an asshole. And so it got, went from there and like, Ted Cruz, like, you weren't in this conversation, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, and then you stepped in and then you're like, you're trying, you're trying to get uh, Hellboy, AKA Beast from TV's Beauty and the Beast. You're trying to like get them into a, into a wrestling ring together. I'm like, is, AKA is this- AKA was Deathstroke from the Teen Titans animated show. He did the voice. Do you want to get fucking Slade Wilson involved in this? I don't think so. Yeah, it's- uh- he okay. he was in some weird like Japanese paper whatever type thing movie with Josh Hartnett that I saw way back in the day that was super weird. I have no idea what it's called, but it was like it's based on like these old plays that they did in Japan with little like paper figures. Uh, was that the one with uh, Gakuto, who's like a Japanese rock musician that I love, and I think he possibly. was in that movie. It was him. It, I know Ron Perlman was like a bad guy or something, I think, and Josh Hartnett was some like gunslinger. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, I totally random thought. Oh, so that whole thing started because Matt Gates took a shot at the U.S. women's soccer team talking about kneeling for the national anthem. So then Ron Perlman took a shot at Matt Gates being like, you're a bitch and you're ugly. And then he was like, the only guy who you're less ugly than is Jim Jordan. And so then Ted Cruz is like, I bet you couldn't wrestle him. And he's like, I bet I could kick your ass yeah. for $50,000. But Ron Perlman is very ugly. I just think it's very important. No, he's, oh, he's handsome in his own way. He's, he's handsome thing. in like an Andre the Giant oversized yes. features kind of way. Yes. The thing about Ted Cruz in this equation is like, and I saw this so many times in high school when there were fights. You'd have two guys like yelling at each other, like starting to go for it. And then one guy would, who was like sort of like a satellite friend to one of the guys, would come up to him and then be like, are you gonna let him talk to you like that? You know what I mean? Be like, <laughs> they're already doing it. You know what I mean? Like they're already shoving each other. But like this one guy who's so scared to actually fight anybody has to seem like when the whole school tells the story, like, and then Ted came in and his dick was huge and you should have seen it because he fucking, he got Ron so worked up that Ron finally fought and Rob wouldn't have fought unless Ted showed everyone how big his dick was. Like, yeah. that's that thing where it's like, we don't need, these guys were fighting already. Yeah. Like you came in, like, I, that's the I've got, a, I've got a proposal life. for us. Yes, Can please. we make a high school drama where we act out their tweets as high schoolers <laughs> fighting and bitching <laughs> with each other? I love this idea. Because I can yeah. just imagine, I need George W. to get in the fray because I can just imagine him being like, that's right, Cruz Missile, tell him what's up. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be real tweet conversations. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, look, the, the real tweets are interesting enough. I would um, love if George W. Bush weighed in. Like, you know, he, he, he speaks up every once in a while. You know, he, he said, uh, he, I don't even remember what he said, but. So him and Michelle have a friendship. That's all I know. Yeah, no, he, he said something within the, uh, W said something within the last month and it was not complimentary, but he, he wasn't shit talking, 
but it was like thinly veiled about like, boy, it's too bad we don't have a good leader, you know, like me. <laughs> you know, like, well, honestly, that's all he fucking needs to say. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, look, there look, there it had a different Obama connotation. Is making speeches about the state of the nation. Yeah. Like because there's not a president who's currently doing it. You know, well, like he's doing all these like video conferences now to like yeah. empower people because our fucking sitting president is like uh, well, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we just don't need black people. That's there, possible. There, honestly, what did they there, do for us? There was this bumper sticker that I don't know how popular it was, but during the uh, Obama presidency, you occasionally saw the the bumper sticker with George W. Bush laughing and be like, "Miss me," and like. I think if you sold them now, everybody would be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we definitely miss that guy. <laughs> every, the by the way, every once in a while, you get the, yeah, uh, no, because he brought us into this war under false pretenses. Like, I'll take a war under false pretenses. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll take, like, yeah, Saddam Hussein uh, tried to kill my dad. Okay, great. Yeah, that's better. I, that, it's fine. I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, where's it? Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't freak out in front of a, a room of school children when they told him the country was under attack and he finished reading a storybook. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I know that was supposed to, in a simpler time, that seemed, that, that seemed like a crazy reaction. I would read Dr. Corsi's book about Trump called Where's the Really Real Birth Certificate? Oh. Because there's only one way to go now after realizing that Obama was a citizen and was the president for two terms. You can only attack President Trump now. And it could be lobbied that, well, that President Trump was uh, born in a, in a foreign nation while that, his parents were on vacation. Just I mean, just very matter-of-factly. Like Tim uh, Tebow. Within the last, like Tim Tebow. Within the last couple of days, uh, Dennis Miller pointed out that uh, clearly Trump was born in Kenya. And I think everybody knows that. So I don't even think we need Kenya to spend time it. on it. But when you mentioned Jerome Corsi, I thought you were going to talk about the Shred Codex. But uh, What was that about? It was a knockoff of the Da Vinci Code. Was it fiction? Shred codex. Yeah, it was fiction. And he very the much. Code the Shroud Codex. Like the Shroud of Turin. Like the, shroud shroud shroud. Oh, like the, the, like, the one that yeah, Jesus was buried in. Yeah, the Shroud of Turin. Not like Dr. Corsi's ripped ass. The, the Shroud, shroud of Torino. Is that what all those cars are racing for in the past? Yes. No, that's it's the, the Shroud of Torino. No. Clint Eastwood, Grand Torino. Yeah. Um, Get off my hey. lawn. That's who we need to speak up. Is Grant, is Clint is, Eastwood? If Clint Eastwood just comes out. Racist Clint Eastwood from the from that movie. If, yeah, all, yes. if, all, if all we can get is racist Clint Eastwood to say that Donald Trump is a racist, then maybe all the other racists will realize that they're they should be slightly less racist. Just think about what a great I just, great, think about what a great an effective ad that would be. If, if we could uh, just get the racist no, no, but just think about like call if, out another race. Yeah, I was just gonna say is if you took David Duke, like real David Duke, not totally <laughs> just make the face like David Duke is like, look, I'm racist, but I ain't Trump racist. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa. What a great ad that would be. Uh, just David Duke on the phone with Trump, and then he's just like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd settle, by the way, I would settle for Topher Grace and not. I would sue, honestly. If he used my catchphrase, I would get as much money as oh, plan as I possibly could. Yeah. See, and, and you can't even say, oh boy, anymore because that's sort of lighthearted. Now you just have to be uh, like, you're a you, oh, person. You're just, you're just disappointed in, I don't even want to lump Jeff and I together. You're disappointed in me. You're a little bit disappointed in Jeff. And, um, 
disappointed in myself. And I think that's what's reflective, wow. is that I hold myself to a certain standard that if anything comes in my path while I'm not happy, which is happening right now, it's going to take me a while to settle into something that's normal. So, uh, I, I ask a lot of myself, and I want to be able to be better and do better constantly. And if anything falls short of that in the moment, I can get a little critical. So I don't want you guys feeling like I'm coming after you, like my opinion of you is less like we're not going to be friends. Like you can't say things like if we weren't recording, we wouldn't be having different kinds of conversations because everyone fucking knows that regardless of what you look like and who you are and where you're from, everyone knows that in private, that shit's different. But I do have a saying, and I do believe it's true, what you practice in private will come out in public. So if we all got together and we were willy-nilly using all kinds of words and saying all kinds of stuff, we'd slip up and that shit would happen. You know what I mean? Like that's, So that's something I want to be cautious of in life in general. But well, I mean, to be, publicly, fair, to be fair, Jeff's about to move, so you're not going to be his friend anymore anyway. No, don't say that. What? I'm just saying. He's in the light speed tube. He can be with us anytime. 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 Uh, so talking about, you know, things that make you upset in the world. As we're recording this, it's June 16th, and that means that 11 days ago we were supposed to see wonder woman 1984 oh my god really 11 days ago yeah june 5th that's the day we were supposed to get it damn it so they pushed back to august and i legit said this to my girlfriend i was like i will risk coronavirus to see wonder woman in august if they leave the theaters open and it's still screening here's what here's what i here's what i told heather that i would go see it at the drive-in and uh, because she wasn't going to go to a movie theater uh and she's like oh i'll go to the drive-in but you realize that, of course, it's not coming out in August. No. It's coming out in October. Oh, did they move it again? Yeah, they moved it again. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know if it's really coming out in October, but that's what, what they're about, saying right now. What about Christopher Nolan's July movie that they've been banking on forever? Yeah, what do you think? Christopher Nolan, uh, supposedly they're keeping it in July for Christopher Nolan's sake. He's like to keep him happy because he does not want it moved out of July. That's why they moved it to the end of July. And supposedly they're going to do a theatrical release of like Inception or some shit uh, in the original slot to like test theaters or some bullshit like that. Well, look, uh, movie theaters are opening. In, they are open in some places. And even... In Los Angeles County, they are able to open. I don't know if they're able to open last Friday or if it's this Friday, but either way, they can open soon. There's just there's no movies to show. So I'm on a press list for Fathom Events, that company that does like riff tracks and a lot of special like retro events. And they have a whole slate of like, hey, remember this movie? You loved that. Come on and see it at the theater. Hey, what about this one? They like, they're, I don't know, on like consecutive days, like throughout the month, they, I don't know, they have like, eight to ten movies I, I don't even remember what they are but if they just show back to the future every event everyone will go it's, it's funny because ba- so i think much. back to the future is actually one of them uh, back to the future is the one that i i always hear people say as like the theory of like well you know they'll just put back to the future uh the, yeah so back so uh it's tcm and and uh fathom events teaming up starting at the end of june so it's uh yeah june 28th july 1st and 5th so here's the movies Blues Brothers, Ghost, Babe, A League of Their Own, Airplane, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Shining, Psycho, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Annie, Fiddler on the Roof. Great. Funny enough, A League of Their Own, that's the only one I'm interested in seeing. Also, I don't want to sit in a theater for fucking three hours to watch The Shining with a bunch of 
fucking people who haven't taken this shit seriously? Absolutely not. But what about Babe? No. That's a stupid movie. Why is that on there? It's got a pig. What yes, exactly. Why is Babe on there? What are you, what are you Why not something cool? It's TCM. Why not black and white movies? Something like it hot. Something fun. I agree. Uh, Babe. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one movie that like that i'm incensed about that how about selection. Yeah, what how about dare babe? they what about babe Two? fucking pig, pig in the fucking city <laughs> fuck him oh, fucking pig in the fucking city. babe uh, I'll, what about babe Two? book of shadows that, that's a much better film i would see that. uh so movie theaters are gonna open and uh jeff we talk about how much you like movie theaters we talked about this i think one of the last times we were together uh, movie theaters uh, still not in the near future for you, Jeff, or uh, where are you at? Uh, I don't know, honestly. So, like, when we get to Massachusetts, it'll just kind of everything is going to depend in part on where we're staying. Uh, like, we've uh, gotten a short-term place because originally we were just going to stay at my mom's house, but we're just concerned because Natasha has a job uh, for like as soon as we get there. So her coming and going makes an issue because my stepdad just finished his chemotherapy. So oh, right. he's yeah. at super high risk. So we can't really fuck around when we get yeah. there, if we're going to be there or around him at all. So it's basically like if I'm going to be in his presence, I'm not going anywhere for yeah. anything. And yeah, I if I'm off on my own place or doing my own thing, then I'll weigh the risks. Where um, are you going again? Like end of the month. June? Yeah, and uh, June we are we have an RV July first. We're out. Oh shit. Yeah, and uh, so there's a chance you might stay in Coltrane's guest house. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that he offered. Uh, in in the coal train. The cold train. The cold. Yeah, the hot train. train. I know. So uh, there's uh, the there's the multiple reasons of why we can't have a. Uh, Jeff's last night on earth uh, blowout party, you know, because it's like, well, we shouldn't be having non-essential parties. Essential parties are fine, by the way. I don't well, you're know. You're also in the OC and no one's going to Well, I was going to say, I'm, all, I'm also down here, which by the I, way. I just as, go to Boston first before I fucking came down to the Orange County. God. All right. So I think, uh, by the way, by the way, I think so I, I, I think away. I went to a party with you at your aunt's house once, you know, I mean. It I did give you right. And then we did go to Mr. Furley's after that. Yeah, we did. And, and we then also you've with a really drunk you, lady. You have been to the house. You've both been to the house of Matt. You've both been to my in-laws house down here yeah. in Orange County. And the thing that you guys should know about Orange County, by the way, there's no Corona. They cured it. Everything's fine. You guys might hear That's otherwise. Right. No more math. They don't there. have it. Um, to be fair, I, I did do the, because I'm oddly the, well, I'm certainly younger than her parents. Uh, and I guess I'm healthier than them. So I did, I did some grocery shopping today. I've done a lot of, uh, you know, order ahead, they bring it out to the car, you know, the pickup kind, but uh, there's like some things you're just not going to get when you do it that way. So I went and uh, everybody super, you know, it's like there's a sign that says you have to wear a mask to come in. This was at the Smart and Final in uh, Yorba Linda, California. I don't know why I'm giving them a plug. I didn't actually intend it that way, but that's where it was. And everybody in there has got them. Everybody works there. They're like nodding. They're, it's like, okay, this guy's got a mask on. That's cool. Yeah. Everybody shopping except for uh can i call her a dumb bitch because she's not wearing a mask 
I think that's okay, but now I don't know. Will, you made me question everything. And she was like a, a, a middle-aged, like, you know, not a real housewife of Anaheim Hills, but I mean, she definitely fancies herself that. But I don't even think she had like a, a like a like a mask in her back pocket. She just wasn't just didn't. And but I'm a, like, well, but if a you very have to, well-to-do lady, eh, you know, like, not that well-to-do, but she probably is like, well, if I wear if I dress like this, people will think I'm well-to-do. Got it. And I don't know. I think that there's a sign before you walk in that says you need to wear a mask to come in here. And I'm like, so just nobody wants, maybe that's the difference is nobody wants to confront her. You know, I mean, I, I that's see, a thousand percent the difference. I, I've seen the you video. Seen somebody just, that's the whole other part of this thing is people on the moral high ground, like yell. I went to a park once for like a socially distant picnic with some friends and there was a man with a mask screaming at a family for not wearing masks in the park. And it was like, bro, just go about your day. You know what I mean? Like I was far away from them. They can be far away from you. Like I'm not, in, I'm interested in people like saving innocent lives and not being idiots. But like, if you can successfully maneuver on people that you disagree with, you don't have to go out of your way. This is again, only white people, by the way, feeling that they have to have some sort of like moral high ground about like screaming at other people for not doing quarantine right it's like that fuck you like that lady's a fucking moron and everyone knows it but nobody wants to talk to her because they all know she's a fucking moron well, I, if they I, do she's gonna be like you guys are idiots for well, wearing masks yeah I, I i don't i'm just like all right look if the people who work here aren't going to tell her she has to leave because she's not wearing a mask like what am i gonna do am i gonna go get somebody works there and be like, ah, so this lady's walking around without a mask. Yeah, you're going to care in it and ask for the manager. Yeah, and, and, and am I going to am I gonna yell at her? No, she could clearly do more push-ups than I can. So I wasn't going to see, I brought it back. You should just go sneeze in her face. Just pull your mask down. <laughs> yeah. Excuse no, me. But that's I, the thing is that this woman's walking in there on purpose without a mask, knowing full well. It makes all eyes on her. It makes her important. It makes her a center of attention. Yeah. That's well, all she it's wants. Just like it's like I'm not afraid of this virus. It's and not. It's like to, people I give don't the, think it's that. I think it's I want you guys to look at me and know it's the I'm not afraid of this virus. Is not I'm not actually afraid of this virus. It's if I pretend to not be afraid of this virus, it means that I become the center of attention, and everyone's looking at me. And even if it's negative attention, no, you know, there's no such thing as bad press. And she becomes the most looked at person in a room for being a rebel it's like you know how when someone's like oh, this conspiracy theory puts me at the center of the conspiracy it's like you're not that important chris you know like it doesn't actually matter you're not people don't care about you that much like yeah. she it's i hate yeah so yeah i i don't know and i i was just like i kind of forgot about it until we started talking about it it wasn't wasn't like that big a deal i'm like all right i mean i guess I was wondering, I'm like, oh, are like half the people not going to not be wearing masks or, you know, I, I didn't know. Because like when we go for a walk, like around the neighborhood, nobody's wearing a mask. But at the same time, I'm like, right. I'm like, they're, you know, they're not that close to me. I kind of yeah, get it. You can be across. I don't wear a mask when I go for runs. I right. don't wear a mask when I just like pop out to my car. But I know I can stay well over six feet right. away from people. When you're in a fucking grocery, 
I also don't think masks do all that much, but I wear them because I respect other fucking people. I think that I think that the the situation where me wearing the mask at the grocery store, that's for the people who work at the grocery store. Correct. They come into contact with a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff there. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm doing it. It's not because I'm, you know, I it's not because I'm getting something. I don't know. I feel like grocery stores are much cleaner than they ever were before now, you know. So yeah, but so I guess the the big takeaway here is that, you know, I I got I got a plus one to the Trump rally in Tulsa, and neither of you guys want to come with me, or what's the deal? Uh, I mean, can we? Oh, also, Tulsa thing. Also, people who go to the Trump rallies who don't have to wear masks have to sign a fucking waiver. Well, so here's two things. So good. You do you do have to sign a waiver, but now. They are going to give out masks and hand sanitizer to everyone in attendance. But to me, that's like giving out free condoms at spring break. Nobody's going to use them. You know, they're just going to get thrown away because if you, they use probably them, had to give them out to like, cause it's like, you can't legally sign something. That's like, we know we're basically yeah. giving you the virus, but you can't get it. Well, get, get in trouble for it. It's like, like, no, you can't. That's saying that unreasonable. they felt they is like, I was COVID shamed, so we had to give out these masks. Don't wear the masks. Um, I can't oh, wait please to hear don't. what he starts to fuck. What if this motherfucker catches COVID? You I can't believe like, I can't believe he hasn't. There's like eight people in the White House have caught it. Either, and maybe he has, and he's so fucking doped up. That's why he's. I don't I hope know. Yeah. So. Look, I don't look, I don't I don't want any person to catch it. I don't want him to catch it. I don't want I do. Fuck that. I guy. know you do, but it, see there, hey, there's the one area where I'm better than you. Look at that. I don't it's want anybody to catch it. Disease yeah. there, they could die. He's not really a person. He's like a raw chicken person. He's like a No, he is he is definitely a, a, a double deep fried chicken. It is not raw uncooked. That is definitely very deep fried. I, I, I have to. So, yeah, so 20,000 people in Tulsa. I can confidently say I hope Donald Trump catches COVID. That's, okay. That's well, what I want. Yeah. Now that's what's going to get you canceled because no, now they're going to come for you. No, they're yeah. going to come for you. Who's going to come for me? They. Look, I've already. The Secret I, Service. I've already left the breadcrumbs where people can find where they can cancel you. So now you're inviting them to find well, it. Well, David Hines has access to everything. So David Hines really controls my entire career. That's all of David. ours. All of our career. Yeah. So. www.willbecanceled.com. Yeah. Will be, will be canceled. Yeah. I mean, will, we could, will be canceled or will be canceled? Like, will be canceled. <laughs> You know, our, I thought maybe I thought you meant all of us together. Our friend Cactus Dave doesn't come on here anymore because he doesn't want to get himself in trouble. Here's the Whoa. thing: we could put together a montage of like the worst things that he said on the podcast or even just in private life, and I think he'd be fine because it's country radio. Still not as bad as anything Donald Trump has done. Well, yeah, I think it's fine. You know, well, so. that's the thing: is like we can cancel anybody for anything, and then the president is says all the shit that he says while he's the president. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the whole going to Tulsa right now is is just like on Juneteenth, right? Yeah, it's point. just well, they they did move it, but yes, it was scheduled for Juneteenth. Yeah, what but, but it's just like 
how, how, who could like, how there's no way that with all the white supremacy bullshit going on and with all the like people who definitely know this shit in his cabinet or in his, on his teams or whatever thing that they wouldn't know that after all this bullshit, like that has happened between Trump and just the community at large, not to mention like black community around these protests to go to the site of the worst massacre in like our history that I'm aware yeah. of on a day where you're basically mocking the, the end of slavery is just like, it's like you're trying, dude. It's like, you're like, and we'll all dress up as ghosts. Like, Fuck you. Like, the, fuck no, you. no, but like them to, moving it like doesn't change that. No, it doesn't you know change I mean? it like, because they, you know, they made, made the signal. You, yeah. yeah, you It's like they the might thing. as well have released a logo that was straight up a swastika and then been like, whoa, whoop, sorry, that was an early rendition. We were oh, the bad signal. Yeah, sorry. With yeah. Tim Gordon, he couldn't get it right. It's supposed to look like a bad. Turned out that it looked like a swastika. Wow. He hit the at the look, Gotham City. Tim, it's very complicated. Jim Gordon was anti-union, so you know what that meant. All right, so let's let's not stand up for Jim Gordon. All right, he's going to get canceled soon enough. We all know uh, what he did in the Killing Joke. Okay, we saw. Well, all right, well, but well. yeah, look, I don't, I don't think there's. Uh, we were talking about this on uh, on the Trump Report today, which I do Tuesdays on AfterBuzz TV. I should start listening to that podcast just to see how you uh, don't scream for two hours. Well, it's it's like a bunch of like very progressive liberal people and then me throwing in a lot of, yeah, but what about this thing that other people think? I didn't say I think it. What about, but um, it's but sort it's of- amazing is that I know you don't. Like, no, do you- I mean, yeah. I mean, like, look, it, 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 within the last three years, there's things of like, yeah, this thing that Trump said was pretty funny, you know. And the, this well, there's plenty of shit that's funny on yeah, paper. But no, I mean, it's, it's all uh, yeah. funny in the shittiest but, way possible. Um, we had on uh, my friend Al, who I used to do the uh, the Better Call Saul after show with, and uh, he was just saying that like Donald Trump may be dumb, but he's not stupid. And if you think about it, it's like yeah, he probably doesn't know what Juneteenth is. He doesn't understand the significance of Tulsa, but people who work for him do. And they said, well, how about this? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Because it's like, you think that he doesn't know that his, his uh, darling polling outlet Rasmussen has him down by 11 points to, to Joe Biden. And he looks a long five, it's a crazy long five months. A lot of stuff can change, but he sees that and he's like, okay, well, um, let's, let's make sure the clan's still on board at least. Yeah. Uh, and look, I only know about Tulsa and black wall street and that, that upright. I only know about that from the Watchmen TV series. I had never heard of that in my life. What about yeah. black Monday with Don Cheadle? Which is I didn't also see that. like a, oh, okay. so that must be why like I didn't know. I love Don is Cheadle. Is that a movie about the is it about that? massacre? Not about the massacre, but it's about uh, like the stock market Okay, that's not what, yeah, but that's not what Black Wall Street is. Black Wall Street is this this rich area of Tulsa where all the white people were pissed and they Greenwood? murdered thousands, yeah, thousands of uh, black people. And it's 
depicted yeah. in the first they literally episode. Oh, when you down. say when you say Wall Street, Black yeah, Wall Street. No, so Black Wall Street was basically, as Christian was yeah, saying, there Greenwood. was like yeah, the yeah, greatest right. Greenwood, Tulsa, or Greenwood, Oklahoma, whatever it is. It was this small community that had amassed like actual wealth for themselves, a actual black community that had amassed a ton of wealth. They had banks, they had shops, they had all this stuff and the theaters, they were doing incredibly well for themselves. A lot of them were like former army veterans and stuff. So I think they had taken some of their whatever military contract stuff and helped invigorate their own community and like invested in themselves did a great job for themselves, but also happened to be located next to what the big one of, if not the biggest clan city in the country. And Got so it. three um, mobbed like 3000 clan members just went in with automatic rifles, like a school shooting, but in just the streets and massacred them. And the national guard helped and they were literally flying um, crop dusters and dropping bombs out of crop dusters on these neighborhoods. So it was yeah. like an actual war zone and it was just swept over because again, the National Guard, our, our own military and our government was just like, yeah, that's cool. They didn't, yeah, there was no look, consequences. I, 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 right. I, to some extent, consider myself somebody that knows at least a decent amount about American history is one of the, the rare things that, uh, that I excelled in, in in high school. And uh, I'm just like, yeah, it took a, a TV series adapted from a comic book for me to even know that this happened. No, I'm the same way. I also learned that from the Watchmen TV show and on and the uh, Black Wall Street, Black Monday, very different thing. That's very different ignorance. things. No, my but yeah, ignorance. But, but Black Monday is about the stock market. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, and I do love Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, my ignorance. By but, the way, Ter Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard, hashtag not my roadie. Okay, Don <laughs> Cheadle is my roadie. All right. Um, so yeah, I don't know, and I think that it, it gets into you know this this kind of conversation where people will say like oh why are you talking about this are you saying that all conservatives are racist i'm like no i'm not saying that and i'm no. like i i don't even know that like like that like I don't, I don't know that i necessarily think like donald trump is like racist racist like clan racist but he's like well it's probably good for business well, what, we what know. his business is now yeah so we know it's like an overt it, Covert white to, to borrow a turn of phrase from our friend Salman, it's like, oh, I'm racist adjacent. Yeah, I'm not personally <laughs> racist, but I understand. You know, it's like you don't disown those people supporting you because you're like, I mean, fuck their I feel like he's not in the plan out of like count. laziness. Like yeah, I feel like Donald wow. Trump's not out like not not in the Ku Klux Klan based on a differentiation of ideology, but he's rather like, because it would take too much effort to join and move up the ranks. Look, I actually and become I wanted, a like, cyclops. Sort of, I wanted like an eggshell off white, but they didn't want to do it, so I just refused to be part of it. But the motherfuckers are racist. Everyone knows that. Fuck that guy. Did you know that, uh, I think it was two, with, back in one of the earlier heydays of the Klan, I think it was two Jewish guys went in, like posed, got in the Klan, got a bunch of their secret signals and stuff, and then broadcast it on like a radio show talking all about it. And because they're so, they were so bizarre and silly, membership to the Klan dropped off overnight and basically huh. killed the Klan because of what kooky bullshit they used just to like communicate with each other in their silly secret fucking club Wait, was one of those guys adam driver or am i getting, am I getting things confused nailed it <laughs> all right 
Um, and so, look, I don't, uh, I don't think that somebody that uh, voted for uh, Donald Trump in 2016 is a racist. I just, I. Well, I, that's the conversation we're having. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, but I wonder about somebody who votes in 2020. I don't. I'm not even saying that that necessarily means it, but I have to be like, what have you, what have you not seen that I've seen? Yeah. And I could understand, like, oh, I don't want to vote for either of them. Well, yeah, okay, don't don't vote for them. This is all right. I get it. There's, you know, I'm not talking about how great Joe Biden is. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. Uh, I, I like, you know, Dennis always talked about like, uh, there were two ways to vote. There was Hillary and not Hillary. I was going to vote for whatever the not Hillary vote was, and I'm like, yeah, but I think that this time it's like, there's voting for Trump, and then there's the not Trump vote, and whatever equals not Trump is whether it's biden whether it's his dentures that fell out whether it's well will you're not old enough to be neither of you guys are old enough to be president all right i guess i have to do it i'm the only one who's old enough to be president so I, look you can write me in it's fine so long as you keep the hair and you keep growing it out so you can like braid it ponytail it everything yeah nice here's the Genu thing Oh, I just want to say, genuinely, like with Joe Biden, I don't like a lot of the shit he does and says. Obviously, like he's, it's, it's almost infuriating how we, it seems so difficult for the Democrats to put forward a decent candidate. Fucking, exactly. That aside, I do feel fundamentally that regardless of where your politics should lie, you should see that as a human being. Joe Biden is open to criticism, is open to changing his opinion, is open to like listening to others' opinions and thoughtfully being like, oh, okay, right. I hear you. Versus made, made an overtly racist comment himself by saying, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Said this not long ago. Yeah. And, and then said, oh my gosh, I messed up. Very displeased and very upset with Joe Biden for saying this comment. Part of this is indicative of what we're dealing with. Uh, Donald Trump would be like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And they'd be like, yeah, hey, that's actually really racist. He's like, actually, black people are racist. Uh, what I said is true. Also, there's a two for one special on hamburgers down at the uh, the fucking bull weevil. What and you're you forgetting, should. Will, is that no president has been better for black people than donald trump that's correct yeah you haven't heard that that's i have true. my favorite is that i am the least racist person you know the least racist <laughs> you know that last <laughs> racist ass president he yeah. was a real racist pig uh my oh gosh what was i gonna say oh so when i did say and we should probably we're all gonna sleep but i no, when, I I did, when I did stand up, everyone, everyone who's been even tangentially related with comedy knows this and has heard this phrase many, many times. And this is something to remember for how now when people get scared and triggered, what we have to remember. When I did comedy, racist jokes were the norm. And this is not that long ago. You know, this is in, in the 2010s. And it used to be that, that we would say and acknowledge that when you come to see a stand-up show or you do stand-up, you're going to be offended. That's part of the process, right? Is that, that like comedy is inherently offensive. Everybody is a little bit racist. It was like the thing that everybody had to it's embrace. It's a song comedy. from Avenue Q. Exactly. 
so you didn't feel bad about the things that you were saying because QAnon. it still gave you <laughs> having you QAnon. Wait a minute. That's nobody, a, nobody that's a, that's a, I am the least racist person who, you know. Who wants to write Avenue QAnon with me, by the way? That's, oh, my God. What a great yes. opportunity. Let's get that going. Trump, Trump puppets. Yeah. Uh, that, so the thing was, like, everybody's a little bit racist, or everybody's yeah. racist. People, sure. Right? Every, and and, and we, got, we convinced Black people to say it better themselves or other people. Now, when it comes time, to say, truthfully, emotionally, on a level that actually asks us to change and be vulnerable and, and, and become better, we are saying everybody is a little racist. Only the people who vehemently said everybody's a little bit racist back then and by back then, I mean seven years ago, five years ago, are now are now saying, I am not a racist. How dare you say that I just don't understand why I can't say all lives matter. I'm not a racist. But it's like we used to say so regularly that everybody's a little racist. Therefore, you can laugh at racist jokes. Because if you believe that you're a little racist, it's okay to laugh at racist jokes. And now we're saying, no, fundamentally, everybody is this, and we have to grow and change and be better. And everyone is so scared of accepting the fact, like, I know that of me. I know I'm, a like, that's the truth. That's the whole point of overcoming white privilege is to be like, yeah, yes, that's part of the equation. And now that we're asking people to actually be vulnerable, they're like, I am not, how dare you? I am not racist at all. It's like, yes, you fucking are. Everybody's, we learned this in comedy forever ago. So we just got to get better and overcome it. You got to accept it in order to be better. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a racist bone in my body, but that's the because. Least, the least racist person. The reason I don't have a racist bone in my body is that those gay prostitutes we talked about earlier, when they signed the NDA, I made sure that they were not racist. So no racist bones anywhere near my body. But that's a story for another time. Did you put the audio only of the last episode we did, the last real political episode? Uh, yeah, I did that a few weeks ago. Yeah, that went up. Oh, I was surprised oh. I didn't get any blowback. I didn't yeah. see, I only saw the video version. I didn't see yeah, the, the video version went up in, in a garage. No, I put, the, I put the audio version. Oh, no, that's Mary. She got, got a hold of a toy. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no birds here. There's just a car. And Mary has turned into a whole new dog. Like, really? since Natasha and I are here all the time, oh, she likes spins around she wants to play she'll swipe at us all the time she's like a nuts it's hilarious she doesn't have to have separation anxiety she's like you're here all the time now yeah yeah seriously she's crazy it's funny <laughs> well will i don't know that we can do anything that'll uh, solve any of the uh, ills in the world but you know what i think we can do finally live tweet kiss meets the phantom of the park we can do that so I think next Monday, June 22nd, we're talking 9 p.m. Pacific. Yes, I know that's midnight. Yes, Eastern, I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what we got to do. Yeah. And Jeff, you're welcome to join us. It's like even we don't think it's good, you know. But <laughs> I haven't so seen it in so long. I, 
I've probably seen Definitely it twice. Definitely selling me on it. Yeah, well, I've seen it twice. It's if not. If you like not, the Star Wars Christmas special, you might like this. To be fair, the music is much better than in the Star Wars Christmas special. That's true. But there is no life day, unfortunately. Ooh, yeah, but we you know, in my world, every day is life day. So You're I right. would hope that we could all live that way. But You're right. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's the way I look at things. Uh, and Jeff, you're moving July 1st is the big dri- big drive out? That's when we get the RV, yeah. All right. So you got a lot of packing here. between now and then? Do we do yeah, like a socially distant goodbye picnic? Do we go somewhere and have some beers at a park? Sure. I mean, I, I don't know when, but yeah, I'm happy to do something whenever. Um, if you want to do a party that looks exactly like what we're doing right now, where the three of us are in different squares and oh yeah, how long are you in the? OC? I'm I'm down here until after Fourth of July. So oh my god, yeah, I'm here for a month. Look, you, you like I said, to, we don't we don't have Corona down here. You wouldn't drive to L.A. to stand ten feet away from us on a grass field and drink beers. I mean, I could just sit in the garage and drink beers, you know, but. I do need to get some comic books back from Jeff. So we have to, we have to figure it all out. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, if we are recording the black cast at 9 PM Pacific and Jeff is in Massachusetts and at midnight, that's going to be in, oh, in yeah. kind of a sweet spot for you. Right. Oh yeah. Perfect. It's going to be perfect. Um, well, we'll figure it out. Well, we have to, this is, this is not goodbye to Jeff. We're not going to do that now. I, I just, I, I'm not, it's you know what it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, so yeah. I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, but you know what I will do is I will follow at Jeff Duray and at Duray underscore Jeff on Twitter for now and forever. So uh, even if you do leave, when you do leave, it'll be like you're here. <laughs> In that I never say anything. <laughs> like a couple times a month, there's like a flurry of activity. You know, it's random. Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's kind of like new cases of COVID nineteen. You don't hear anything for a while, and then all of a sudden there's like a thousand. You're like, oh, it's like a thousand Jeff Duray tweets. Jeff uh, Duray is COVID. Is that what you're Will, saying? Will Sterling, um, you gave me a, a homework assignment that I will be reading very soon, and uh, maybe we'll have an announcement about something at some uh, point. But we're yeah. not there yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very interested in that. Big announcement. Well, you know, when we get to it. Uh, but uh, people can find you at Will Sterling underscore. Is, uh, is, is Sonder LA still a plug or is that where, where are we yeah, at? Yeah, Sonder. Well, we're doing some stories. And I think we're, we're talking to a company about season two. Somebody might pay us money to make another season. So, um, Does it rhyme with uh, Retflix? It does not. I wish it does. Does yeah. it rhyme does it with Rulu? Really? It does, not. does it rhyme with Ramazon Prime? <laughs> That's it. How did you know? That that was my um. We prefer my glam. We prefer Glamazon, but oh, that's, uh, that's by the way, sexist. If no, it's just more fabulous. If 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 I ever have a job where I get to name strippers, uh, Glamazon will definitely be one. You've never heard that before? No, I love that. Glamazon? I've heard of glamping. Yeah, Glamazon. Yeah. Well, Glamazon Prime. Um, 
hey, let us know what you thought of this conversation. Uh, do do uh, Jeff and I deserve to be canceled? Uh, is Will the only shining light on this podcast? No, I think the general consensus is I should never be on the podcast ever again. No, that's not true. Everybody loves everybody loves Will. He's trying to get out of it. Tell him no. We can't have these conversations unless I actively become irate. That's hey, the, that is talked, the state of the world now. We so. talked about Wonder Woman, and you didn't get mad about it. Well, hard. Because you're just sad. I did like that you Bad. were going to go sit in a movie theater, even if you knew that, like, in a 300-person movie theater, Honestly, if, you knew, if you knew 290 of those people had the coronavirus, you're like, yeah, I'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, that's basically where I was. I was like, I need to see. I need to see. You know, I, I got an email from uh, Planet Fitness in Burbank, and uh, they are reopened as of yesterday. Yeah, I went. We, I was getting a pump. Did you really go and get a no, pump? No, no. They said that you, you need to wear a mask if you're not doing strenuous activity. And I'm like, well, I never do strenuous activity. Like I said. Uh, it's a gym. There's nothing but strenuous activity. No, me on the treadmill, I should probably wear a mask, right? I've seen you sweat on the treadmill. I do sweat a lot, but that's just because I, I used to be fat. Now, now I'm just husky. It was... Uh, Andrew Breitbart uh, was always aspired that uh, he thought that myself, Steve Hayes, once of the Weekly Standard, and Andrew mm, would all Hayes. be husky male models. Steve Hayes with the glorious Christmas albums. No, you're thinking of uh, uh, of Mark Stein. Mark Stein. That's a different yeah. Well, Very the different. Beard, the beard and the glasses, they look exactly. Uh, I'm anyway. I'm becoming a scooter person at Walmart. Oh. Um... So we'll be back. We'll talk. Um, we'll see Wonder Woman in October, maybe. We're on Disney Plus for free. I don't understand. Yeah. Why is it on Amazon? Well, HBO I mean, Wonder Woman 1984 should end up on uh, HBO Max for free. Obviously. That's what I. That's what yeah. I mean. But like, I loved it. Like, as soon as they were like, "Hey, we got to push Black Widow," everyone was like, "Just put it on Disney Plus for yeah. free." It's like, like, yeah, no, we we're good. $250 million on this movie for you to fucking get yeah. it for free. Yeah, I just wish that they took this opportunity to call it HBO Marsha and, you know, stop propagating <laughs> this I misogynistic. That. I love that yeah. HBO Marsha. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that I think that that's funny. I hate that you <laughs> hate that. What do you think about that? All right. Well, uh, let us know what you think. Cut. We welcome all open conversations. We <laughs> all opinions are welcome, uh, especially if you think I'm funny. But even when you don't, that's all right too. Uh, that's all for now. We will see you next time on the podcast. Ding. But I'm here to say, have a nice day, and listen to the damn show.